Good afternoon, KDNO. Welcome to Kane Radio's Chit Shots. Teddy Slimer with you in the air chair. And believe it or not, not alone today as I saw at the show. My compadre Ralph Boxcar Bezero is along with me. Hello there, friend. Oh, good afternoon, Ted. How are you today? All right. Boxcar has got a little uh, talking to do before we start with the local news, so I want to thank the sponsors real quick. Certainly want to thank Coca-Cola Bottling Company from Lafayette. Of course, they have Coke products right here in New Iberia, thanks to Mr. Lee Tatford. We appreciate their sponsorship. As well as GolfBalls.com, located on Boulevard. Anything you want in golf, you can find there in their showroom, and you can demonstrate their golf clubs in their big simulator. Go check out GolfBalls.com, on Boulevard in Lafayette. And then our local golf clubs, Eagle Ridge, Cane Row, Sugar Oaks, Bellevue, and Atchafalaya. So with that box score, what kind of stuff we got going on here today? Yeah, no, Ted, I just wanted to, uh, to say hi to uh, my favorite people in the world, my, my, my grandkids. Uh, they are on their way back from uh, they had a, my son, grandson had an eye doctor appointment in Lafayette today. So the uh, whole family uh, went down there, and they're on their way back and listening. So I, I promised them I'd uh, give a little, uh, little shout-out. So I want to say hi to uh, Eli, to Izzy, and to Ava. Uh, Eli is my five-year-old grandson. Izzy's a three-year-old granddaughter. They both, um, well, Eli started kindergarten this year, and uh, Izzy started pre-K. And then Ava is, uh, you know, she's just hanging out of the house right now, but she's a year old. So three beautiful grandkids that God's blessed me with and uh, couldn't be uh, more proud of them and uh, and happier to be their their paw as they call me so and and, and, and i hear that uh eli is a potential golfer or a future oh, golfer he's got his mind on golf right absolutely he wants to play in the worst way he went to a little junior clinic uh this year at uh at links uh and uh, in alexandria and uh we're gonna we're gonna get out there just as soon as the weather gets just a little bit cooler uh we're gonna we're gonna go out there and, and play some real golf so maybe you can even come out there with us and uh uh, I love us, that. I love that. Few more pointers. I know you love to to, get, to give lessons to juniors and whatnot. And he's got his own little set of clubs, and uh, we're we're ready to rock and roll. So, and also want to say hi to to, to Cody, uh, my son, and uh, my beautiful daughter-in-law, Catherine. Uh, they're um, you know just again the treasure of my my world there, man. And and uh, couldn't be proud of that whole family. Great. Um, Great, great parents, great kids, and uh, and very, very blessed. So y'all have a safe trip back to Alexandria. I'm so glad everything went well at the eye doctor appointment, and uh, and Paul, see y'all pretty soon. Got a, cool. little, got a little beach trip coming up in, in just two weeks. So wonderful, sharpen up your game, Cody, because you got to tackle your dad. You know that on your vacation. But uh, <laughs> hope to see you and Cat soon, sometime down the road, and certainly would love to help Eli out on his. Venture in beginning the game of the great game of golf, must I say? And so. actually, Cody and I, if you know weather holds up, it looks like this week's going to be okay. We're supposed to play Friday in that uh, nine-hole scramble at the Farm uh, that has been postponed a couple of times now. So uh, that'll be fun. So looking forward to that. So Absolutely. Again, Eli, Izzy, Ava, <coughs> Paul loves y'all. Have a safe trip back. All right. So uh, yeah, safe trip for those guys for sure. So let's go down to Chafalaya and see what's happening over there. I've been promoting that Twilight Scramble every Thursday afternoon, two-person scramble, 5.30 shotgun start. I think it's still going on. And it's only 40 bucks for a non-member and $30 for a pass holder, but you get a lot of stuff along with it. It includes your cart, your green fee, your range, prize money, and food as well. So if you got nothing to do on a Thursday afternoon, get a buddy and go, go have some fun out at Chafalaya. 
And also uh, starting today uh, at Atchafalaya, they're airifying their greens today and then uh, tomorrow as well. Uh, they're going to not only airify but verticut, fertilize, and apply the different type of chemicals which we know uh, they need to close the gorses probably nine at a time to do that. And then the pro-am was held at Southern Oaks. Um, unfortunately, the rain messed it up a little bit. It had only uh, 87 players, in, in, or 82 players, rather. And usually we've been uh, getting well over 100 no matter which course we're playing. But uh, on Tuesday, a uh, bunch of players played, and then it poured down right in like four or five inches, I think, on Wednesday. And then August the 4th, Thursday, they only got like 27 players, which is usually their busiest day. But nonetheless, they had it. They got it in, and... Uh, it was fun. The golf course was in good shape. Winning team was Brody LeBlanc. Imagine that. Shocker. Shocker. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He teamed up with uh, Jake uh, Broussard, Fairley Painter, and Chris Maillard with plus nine. And they won $120. And once again, all, of that's, all these numbers are redeemable at golfballs.com in their big showroom and all their merchandise. I mean, you know, it is <laughs> random draw. But, but any time you get on Brody's team, you got a pretty good chance of being plus because you know he's going to make his points. I mean, yeah, he just, usually does. it's incredible. It yeah. really, really is. Uh, uh, you heck, know, heck of a player. Shout out. Yeah, I mean, kudos to him for being able to do that at, the, you know, four or five different venues. Not not easy, but uh, he... He was plus five on this one. I mean... Naturally went in a uh, low A player. Yep. Second place went to Mitch Guillory, Matt Aberg, Gerald Segu, and uh, Jimmy Daniels. They were plus five, went in $84. And then third place, Kate Aber. Kate's the... Uh, well, he's the semi-pro, I should say, out at Abbeville <laughs> because he's, he's, uh, he's played in, in amateur events now. I think he, uh, he, tried, he wanted to be a pro for a little while and then dropped that and got back his amateur status. And uh, he teamed up with Michael Michel, Lyle Hargrave, and Patrick Darby to win third place when winning $52 at plus three. And then I mentioned Brody LeBlanc as low A player. Low B player was Mitch Guillory, plus four, Benny Dronette, plus four, a name that's familiar with uh, sports fans in Delcom and around, roundabout. Benny, a longtime coach there who retired. And then their D player, Carter Owens, plus six, and they won 30 bucks. And, and these days, how, how long does it take to get your amateur status back when you. Uh, you know, I, I couldn't tell you that, box score. Um, I know it, yeah, I got to jump through hoops and do all that stuff, but I think it's a little more lenient nowadays. Yeah, you know, I think it used the, to be like a two year. Uh, something you know yeah. process because i mean i remember remember when the the pg well, whoever the, the ruling body is that, that enforces that but they had gotten really stringent uh, and you had you had a lot of amateur players that had won too much credit in golf tournaments and all of a sudden or cash you know yeah. uh, go, in, in golf tournaments that were got reported and then they had they were pros and it took them Took them a while to get the amateur status back. I can remember some stories. Now that, that was back in the you know nineties and, and early two thousands. But I'm just wondering how you know it's hard to monitor that the USGA oh, yeah, is the now. national body company that uh, yeah. oversees it, but uh, they rely upon the local associations like the yeah. Louisiana Golf Association to monitor right. it. But it's it's still a chore. And uh, no, and at this I think they're more lenient nowadays. Well, yeah, and at this point, Ted, let's be honest. If you didn't have cash payouts i mean very few of the pro shops are really stocking merchant you know correct a lot of merchandise anyway and so to redeem it and i mean when you say cash that's when you get the the full feels you know so i Certainly. i think it's kind of one of those necessary i don't want to call it evil necessarily but i think the usga has kind of had to 
to look the other way a little bit more, for no, sure. No question. Well, the next program is going to be held out at Eagle Ridge down there in Cade. Look forward to that. Not sure of the dates with uh, Labor Day on, on a Monday, obviously. Uh, they might postpone it or change it uh, this coming September, but we'll have to wait and see. And then down at Trigger Oaks, their weekly specials, Monday and Tuesday, 9 or 18 holes, $22. And then on Wednesday, the all-day special, I like this, 31 bucks. play as much as you want with $31. And then, uh, and, then, and then you can stick around after and join up the uh, Wednesday scramble. That's they just still, what I'm about to announce. Yeah, the, they still the have that. winners of that. Oh, yeah, they had it last Wednesday, August the 10th. And the winners were Jason Abair, Glenn Dupuy, and Paul uh, Looks like Colson, C O L S Colson. Huh. That's, That's a, a new, new name, yeah. Yeah, because I was I thought you were going to say Lottaser because he's he Lottaser, yeah. He, he always plays in those, you know. Right. But, uh, they beat out uh, Greg Dubois, Tam Rosemont, and Matt Abair. And the, and the little information that uh, Mr. Robert Burton gave me he said that uh, Paul Colson made a twenty foot putt on the last hole to win. So uh, hmm. kind of a little excitement there. They must have got really lucky with the rain because Wednesday it rained. I was. I was sitting there because I'd seen the notice that they were going to have the scramble, and I'm sitting there, you know, working, and I'm looking, and it's pouring down outside. And what time it, of the day? It, it was close to the 4:30 sign oh, of okay. time, but you know how these showers have been. I mean, Boy, they're, spotty. Yeah, they're really spotty. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and the, but the rain got them on Friday as they did not have their team shamble, but they got to play on Sunday, and that's their individual where they draw for teams and they play front pay front back in 18. So winning on the front was Eric Lachalet and Roger Pisani with 22 points. Then winning the back and the 18, Paul Ladesur, the name you just mentioned, along with Robert Burton, the guy that gets me all this information, and I certainly appreciate his efforts there. They made 22 points and won the whole thing. And then the Gator Golf Club, which stems out at Sugar Oaks, of Sugar Oaks, uh, they played Tamaka Trails in Marksville recently, and two flights now that they've gone to. The first flight winners winner was t- Tim Hoffbaugh with plus six. When in the second flight, Kent Kern plus seven. They have another tournament scheduled, uh, probably a couple of f- more. Uh, 27th of August at Beaver Creek in Zachary, one of my favorite municipal golf courses. And did you get any feedback from, did Boyd drop those results off uh, to you? Boyd did, but that yeah. was um, a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Well, the reason I'm asking is I, I saw today on Facebook, i I pretty much get all of the golf course um, feeds in, the, I would say, you know, between central Louisiana and here. And um, they were kind of raving about the, the recent renovations at, at, in Marksville. Uh, they redid, again, this is probably the third time they redid all the bunkers, um, but an extension, you know, extensive re- renovation project at Tamaka Trail. So I was just kind of wondering how, you know, how, what the feedback was as far as course conditions. Oh, but, they loved it, yeah. Right. No, he's, he's raved about pretty much all the courses they have played, particularly the casino courses, you yeah. know. And, uh, well, it, I always liked the layout of the course. It was just that the, the bunkers were just so bad all the time. Yeah, you they know, didn't they, maintain them. They'd wash out, you know, mm-hmm. and they were just too deep. Whoever the, initially designed it, I mean, they did not take into the account South Louisiana sand, it's just a different beast, you know. And Exactly, um, with all the rain you get. Exactly, just hard. keep washing, washing back down. You'd see more of that netting that they put underneath uh, than you would uh, sand in some of the bunkers. But, I mean, again, a great, great layout <coughs> for that. I mean, we, we're blessed, you know. It's, it's not – look, we're in old Alabama with the Robert Trent Jones 
trail, but the, but we got some we got some really nice courses uh, within yeah. a, a, a say an hour and a half two hour drive of each in, other, in yeah. each direction. You know, I was so. just called what the Ottoman Golf Trail. Yeah, I yeah. Think, uh, several courses on that, and uh, nice courses, you know. And this Gator Golf Club, they play most of these courses, which are really top notch courses. They not only play the casino courses, but like Beaver Creek is a, is an upscale municipal golf course in the Baton Rouge area, as well as the wetlands here. I tell you what, in, I, in Lafayette, I don't know what they charge now in Baton Rouge for for you know a Breck membership. Um, I mean, at one time it was really really cheap, mm-hmm. but um, I mean you have you know you've got Beaver Creek. Um, What's Santa Maria? Santa Maria, and then it's but the, two, the two other one in Zachary. Don't they have a Copper Mill? Is that part Copper Breck? Mill? No, it's not. It's not. Okay. It may someday be. I thought I it think was. it's in financial trouble. Oh really? Okay. No, it's not. Yeah. So I heard the bluffs closed again. That's probably again? like the last. Probably this could, probably the final time I would think. You know, because man, it's been. Boy, those poor people that built homes out God, there. God, I mean, yeah, and you're in the middle of nowhere. Oh, it's not, absolutely. Nobody's going to really want to buy a house out there unless you had yeah. the golf course, you know. Um, no question. I'm telling you, I played only twice out there, and the, the one time I played the scramble, and it, it finished after dark. It seemed like it took me 30 minutes to get back to the highway, and I'm I'm talking about it's a scary drive. Yeah, you know, it's pretty dark. <laughs> just for dark with nothing but woods, and you're like, man, just please don't let me get a flat tire because you know who's going to help you out there. It it you know, and um, but it's a <laughs> fantastic. I mean, best definitely the best one hole in Louisiana. That par three is well, just yeah. incredible. It, it's beautiful view. Yep. All right, we're moving down to Cane Row now. Uh, they have twilight rates as well, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, $30 after 2 o'clock. Senior rates available as well, thirty-eight forty-six, same days. And then their Wednesday rate, they, uh, $30 after 12. That's the difference there, 12 noon. But you should be a member because you get a whole bunch of uh, perks, 20% off of their soft goods, 10% off of their hard goods, and uh, only $142 a month. And this is the big thing to me, box scores. You can book your tee times early because I'm telling you, this golf course, when the weather's good and the carts off the trail, packed. And it's packed. packed yeah. I'm telling you, I played Sunday with. Well, Sid didn't play because he hurt his knee, but he he drove me around. <laughs> thank thank you, Sid, for doing wow. that. I appreciate it. Got your own caddy now. I mean, but let me tell you, it was. It took us over four hours to play 18 holes, and we teed off at. We tried to tee off at 9:30, which is our usual time. But yeah. you know, it was. It's just so That's many good. players in front, yeah. That's a good and problem to have, man. Thank God they're getting a, getting a marshal out there. Johnny Hargrave was out there marshaling a little bit, so that helped out. Now, uh, you <coughs> know, and, of course, I guess he's going to be out there signing autographs from time to time. He, <laughs> you know, Hugh. Uh, he's on, after, I heard he was on the cover of, a, of a Daily Iberian today. Oh, really? I, yeah. I, I don't get the paper. but Did I. Did you I, see the picture? No. Oh, no, God. No. He and Brent. Brent was a host. Oh, I heard about. I heard it this morning. Referee? Yeah. Yeah, I heard. Uh, well, you got. You, it's going to be on Facebook. If Tony you do Facebook, you. Yeah, right. Tony and Jeff had. Um, but he, his hair is totally white. It's oh, he, not even blonde. He, it's, well, it just. I did hear about that. He, yeah. He, he doesn't look like. It you. might be a temporary dye he put in there. Hopefully. You I know. hope so. But he was supposed to be trying to look like Ric Flair. Yeah. Um, and then Brent supposedly uh, pulled out some brass knuckles and knocked out the the. Uh, 
that guy Stoney or whatever. You know? <laughs> I mean, it was hilarious to listen to this morning. Uh, they had the and I hear they're going to have a rematch, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's part of the uh, Petroleum Festival in Morgan City. Oh, okay. Uh, in a couple of weeks, so. <laughs> but I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't see how Brent's going to get down for that in the middle of football season. Yeah, no. I th- I think uh, I think his brass knuckle days might <laughs> might have ended with that one and only I match. Hope so but, yeah. <laughs> but it was funny. <laughs> it was, in fact, uh, it was the guy that lost. Um, I got his. They call him the Stone Man. But he's pre- apparently from here as well. Yeah, I think and, we interviewed uh, him one time. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, at some point, uh, Jeff said, uh, "So whenever that happened, it was like, well, I got pushed by Brent or whatever." And he said, "So was that part of the script?" And uh, and the guy was like, <laughs> "Script? <laughs> oh, no, don't this say is that." Real. <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> All right, uh, well, back to uh, Hughes Kane Row. Uh, you can book those tea times well in advance one week, and that gives you a big advantage. And they charge your handicaps as well in the pro shop, according to the Louisiana Golf Association, and uh, it's always accurate. And then uh, they, they waive your MGA dues with their newly erected uh, this year Men's Golf Association, headed up by Raymond Bernard. And then uh, I've been telling everybody this, with football season coming up, Kane Rowe has licensed to uh, sell – Raging Cajun logoed merchandise, and they have a, a good stock in their pro shop. So if you uh, have a loved one or a friend that's a, a big Cajun fan, go check out the pro shop at Cane Row. And I think that their next event's going to be their MGA Club Championship towards the end of August 20th and 21st. Ho- hope the uh, weather holds off for that. Then down at Bellevue, they had their club championship a couple of weeks ago, but uh, both the senior flight and the championship flight were delayed because of ties, and then they didn't have enough time to finish uh, because of the rain and all. So uh, they had to do the, the playoffs after the event itself. And so winning the seniors' flight was Doug Robichaud. He beat Al Landry. That's in the senior. And then in the championship flight, uh, Brandon Burdett edged off uh, Todd Patan. And uh, they had a dog fight this past weekend, and that's always that popular event they love to play dog fights and the winner of that was butch bajeron relative of yours box Club? i have no <laughs> idea but uh if he want cannot what where how much you could, could he, team up with him they don't say win they don't say i could just go claim my prize <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> as butch any bajeron will that's, do that's right tied for second was bobby mcdaniels and brandon burdett and uh ty got me uh this information over the uh over the text, and he said, looks like Brandon uh, needs to go get back to work. He, uh, <laughs> he's winning all these tournaments, and I'm, I've about had it with him. So <laughs> I hope he, uh, he puts him to work and uh, lets somebody else win. And then the uh, Lafayette, Lafayette Senior Men's Golf Association, headed, by, headed up by Mr. Lawson Ruley. Their most recent event uh, on the second Tuesday of the month is their out-of-town event. It was played at a Chafalaya. The winners there was Fairley Painter and Glenn B. Rowe. And then the fourth Tuesday of the month played at Muni itself, their home course. And Lawson Ruley won with plus 11 points. He better adjust his points there. It looks like he's, uh, he, he got too many there. Plus 11 is not normal for sure. And then uh, my grandson Drew recently played in the American Junior Golf Association qualifier. He didn't make it. He shot 77 where 73 made it. But he's got a few events coming up. Uh, on Saturday and Sunday, September 10th and 11th, he'll play in the Notre Gay Invitational in Mississippi. And then the following weekend, the September 17th and 18th, 
He'll play in the River Cup, which is a Ryder Cup-style match between the Louisiana Juniors and the Mississippi Juniors, and they're playing in Hattiesburg. And then he'll end up his uh, fall season uh, on the junior circuit playing at the Tournament of Champions for uh, the Louisiana Golf Association's uh, tour, and that's going to be played at Lake Charles Country Club in October. And then let's see what I got here. Uh, PGA Junior League. Oh, my other grandson, Aiden, can't forget him. He's 11 years old. He played in the PGA Junior Golf League, and he most recently played at Bayou Oaks in uh, New Orleans and did fairly well. But uh, I'm proud of him because he played his first nine holes where you actually score and compete. We played at Sugar Oaks, and he shot 46. Now these were from the way, way up tees. And uh, I shot four, uh, 39, so he, uh, he competed real well with that. And then the UL Raging Cajuns, we mentioned them. That fall season's cranking up really soon over Labor Day weekend, September 4th and 5th. Theodore takes his team to Turning Stone Golf Course, which is in Verona, New York, to begin their season. They have five events scheduled for the fall, and uh, Theodore is pretty happy and pleased. He's got two new freshmen coming in, one from Austria and the other one from South Africa, and uh, he's got a smaller team this year, he said. Box score, he's only got eight players, so he'll be, or seven players maybe. Wow. And he'll be able to, um, seems to think that that's going to be a little bit of an advantage for him this year. As really? He won't have to manage all the other players and see what's, you know, th- there'll only be two left at home. Yeah, I know. When, when he takes off, so uh, uh, yeah. how, how he qualifies them, and we'll have to um, wait and see. But uh, these two freshmen coming in has got pretty big credentials. And uh, the big thing you hope, with these guys is they don't get homesick. You know, Austria oh, is, I know. you know, yeah, I that's mean, one of the dangers of South recruit, Africa you know. as well. Yeah, and, and I mean, you, when you look at all the world-class players that, that have come to the U.S. To, uh, to play their college golf, now, if they're really, really good, generally it's a, it's a year or two and, and they're, you know, they're, yeah, they're, they're out of there. But, um, but yeah, I mean, to, you know, and I, I, I can see the point of having a, to, to manage as far as, watching grades watching what they're doing when they're not playing golf all that stuff but it just seems like qualifying would you know kind of iron sharpens iron that mentality you know to to have to have maybe 10 or 12 guys trying to qualify for the for the spots i mean um you know but hey you know if if they're good they're that's great you know it's it's a lot less headache again you just you just hope some of because i mean you could find yourself with with not enough players. Well, <laughs> yeah, that, that could be true, too. I guess some, some attrition But I think I still have what? some eligibility <laughs> left. I could walk on. Um, I mean, I finished my college. You, you, you could scramble my, from the ladies' tees. You still could I mean, make it. In live golf, I, mean, I could just play the live golf format. You know, just yeah. I, mean, I could be part That's of it. That's Lafayette Iberian Vermilion, I could in case be, you didn't know. I could just be part. L-I-V. Now, you see, Lafayette, somebody ought to make a little, a little tour around here. Called the, yeah, no, the Cajun. Well, but you call it the, fifty-four holes. Call it the Cajun Live Tour. You know, <laughs> live like a Cajun. You know? <laughs> we gonna let you start that. That's a better idea than trying out for the golf team. I'm telling you, man. We can, you can make fortune. You know, have team events and uh, absolutely. We're gonna talk about the live a little bit, even though I don't want to. No, but I don't want we're, to. We're gonna have to. So. Boy, I tell you what, it was an interesting weekend in golf. Uh, um, we're gonna have to get to that after the break. How about that? Oh, okay. All right. Sounds good. Stay tuned, guys. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. 
Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Road. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Road and enjoy. We have a new player on the field and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Woo! Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. Bayou Sports, 715 weekday mornings on the all-new K1075. Hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And welcome back to Chip Shots with uh, Boxcar and Teddy sitting here in the studios, Kane Radio. And uh, Boxcar, we just completed the first tournament of the FedEx Cup as the regular season's over with, and now they're into the playoffs. It was played at TPC Summerlin in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. It's called the St. Jude Classic, and good to see. I watched a little bit of it. Good to see some of those young uh, children out there because St. Jude is a children's hospital and to see some of those young kids who are recovering from cancer right. out there helping out and getting uh, you know involved in the tournament but it was and, a great tournament and, and refresh my memory but but D- Danny Thomas started that the hospital right and, and had mm-hmm. he, the golf tournament was was not the not this with the FedEx but he, they, there was a Danny Thomas St. Jude classic right oh, yeah 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 they just piggybacked on that i think right um no i mean that's what i I, you know again we we can kind of look between the two tours back and forth and and but to me that epitomizes what the pga tour is all about when you when you saw those on the 18th hole those players walking off and you know you had a kid on greeting each group right and some were some were recovered in remission. Some were mm-hmm. still undergoing treatments. To see the players reach out, give them their either their caddy bib or the caddies give them their bibs, gloves, balls. You know, I mean, and you realize there's so much more to 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 life in general than golf to begin with. And these kids, you know, what what St. Jude does for them and their families, and that's what a lot of people just don't realize. You know, is is 
is, is there's no cost to any anybody, you know. So so they put up the families, they they treat the kids, and 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 the PGA Tour has a a big hand in that. And um, you know, it's just it was just heartwarming to see. And and man, you know, I, the, the, look again, is it flawed? Yeah. Does it need to be tweaked a little bit? Probably. But is it still the best tour? On Earth, absolutely, no question, yeah. absolutely, and and we're going to talk more about that because there are they are going to tweak it some, and they have they have already started that that ball in motion, and uh, it will continue. But back to the uh, St. Jude Classic, uh, it was an exciting finish with uh, Will Zalatoris, age twenty five, beat out Sepp Straka on the uh, third hole of a playoff, and. Uh, Box score, you were saying that uh, Will Salatoris, last week you were yeah. talking negatively about that poor dude, and look what he's done. Yeah. And by the way, uh, as I was watching the commentary, uh, one of the announcers said that, and, and he hadn't won the tournament yet, but he said Will Salatoris had won more money on the PGA Tour in one year than any other pro ever in the history of the game <laughs> without winning. And then, and then he goes, Yeah, you kind of so hate to, that label. But, and, and what well, a, he won $6.7 million. Yeah, that's not bad. He finished no, second. No, no, no. A whole slew. Of, he finished in the top ten a whole bunch of times this year. And and I think he I think he had legitimate chances to win three out of the four majors. I mean, he, he, he was. He himself said, "I was two inches short of winning two majors. Two, two, okay. two inches off. Right, know, right. With a for putt, the putt, yeah, yeah, with those putts. No, I mean it was an incredible year. I mean it still still is uh, for for him. Um, and yeah, it's only getting better. Yeah, no, I mean it was, it, 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 and just the storylines themselves, the way it all played out, and uh, the fact that I was reading the story today, he had a uh, phone conversation with his girlfriend because you know he had a bad first round. He I think uh, or uh, or second round, one or the other. I think he shot seventy one or 70. seventy one, right? So, yeah, and I say bad. That's not bad, okay? But but when people were, you know, most of the scores were four or five under. They were averaging, you know. So she's like, well, "What are your plans for the weekend if you miss the cut?" And he said, "Well, we'll just kind of cross that bridge if I if I get to it, you know." And um, and then he goes out and you know fires sixty three and uh, puts himself you know back in contention. Now a lot of th- a lot of players had to really collapse and 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 you know in front of him and whatnot. But in the end, I, I tell you what, Ted. In all my years of watching golf, I don't know if I've ever seen a crazier last hole to decide a champion because that the, the, the par three, the par three, oh, God, yeah. both their golf balls, in my opinion, hit the same, same place. brick yeah. <laughs> or whatever you want, the same rock or whatever you want to call it on the side of the green. Zalatoris looks like he's, he's playing pinball is going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then it lands, it settles in what basically was an unplayable lie, but he's still dry. Yeah. And then, uh, Sepka's uh, shot or uh, Straka shot. Like uh, Sep Straka, right? Sep Straka. Yeah. yeah. So Straka shot, which I didn't realize he had. He had actually won a tournament f- before. I yeah, was like, who is this yeah. guy? You know. But he hits that same kind of brick, rock, whatever you want to call it. It bounces like twice and then goes in the water. So now you know. You know, box score. His demise was the fact that he oh, didn't yeah. go up there and see exactly how. Um, uh, Will Zalatoris' ball was situated. He knew yeah. it, it, it was ba- he couldn't he couldn't possibly hit it forward. It was the only possible right, right. way would go back into the water. Then he's really messed up. So I think he would have played his his penalty shot a little more less aggressive. 
you know, with that. Well, but the thing is, you know, and I know pros are, it's 131 yard. Okay. They, they were hitting wedged or nine iron, depending mm-hmm. on what the wind was doing. He had all the, when he saw what Zalatoris did and, and he had to know, yeah, he's, 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 at bet, it, even if you take the lie out of play, which he, it, you know, maybe from the tee he couldn't see that, but he knew it was, it was fairly. No, you know, no, no, I wouldn't say. No, from but the I'm tee. just saying his tee shot is what to me oh, okay, why he was so shot. aggressive on that line when it, you know in regulation he played 30 feet left of the hole and and you know unless he just missed it that bad. I, I think the wind kicked up and, and knocked his ball down from what, from what I've read. I mean that was just a hard. But, but he was kicking himself in the butt for in a penalty drop circle for not yeah. going all the way up and taking a good look at where. Because yeah. then he, would, he wouldn't have been so aggressive because he, he hit his penalty, you know, the third stroke. He Before Zalatoris played, yeah. Right, and he went into the bunker. Yeah, yeah, no, I and know. So, and yeah. he had to even play the bunker shot yeah. before Zalatoris played but, his but penalty But it's, it's shot. not to say that he still – I mean, Zalatoris hit a fantastic shot from that for, penalty, for penalty area. area you know, yeah, yeah, you know, so, I mean uh, – But he could have too, it, you know. Oh, no, I know. <laughs> was it made easier? Yeah, maybe. But, I mean, a pro, again, you're talking about a 78-yard shot. Yeah, you know that. That's that, he feet, just man. yeah. Look, he Shrepka, uh, Straka had his chances in regulation too. He he was lucky to make the playoff. I'm be honest. He made some clutch yeah. comeback putts because he was blowing it by eight feet on some of his um, birdie putts. You know, and it wasn't wasn't long putts either, like twelve, fifteen foot. And then he's got an eight footer coming back, and I'm yeah. like, well, he's gonna blow it here, and he would make them coming back to his credit. But man, it was it was shaky um, and. So- so what do you think about this? You know, I mean, so uh, Will Zalatoris wins a tournament, you know, for the, and that's his first maiden victory, you know, yeah. and uh, he, he tied Camilo Vigegas making it the, his maiden victory in the playoffs. But he did this with a new caddy. Right. So what does your take on Correct. that? I mean, again, that, like I said, there's so many storylines to this victory, yeah. not to mention the penalty assessed on Cam Smith, too, that we'll talk about. Yeah, we'll I'm sure. talk about that as but, well. But, um, yeah, it, it, it was, uh, you know, he didn't really want to get into a whole lot of it. And we talked about that a little bit last week, too. Uh-huh. Yes, in, we did. In, in that, you know, this guy had been with him the whole time. And, and, and his and friend. Was a, a close, close friend. friend. Yeah. Right. They would hang out after rounds, go have drinks together, eat dinner together. And uh, he just said he felt it was time, um, you know, for a, for a change. And, and so he hires um, this. Uh, it's, it's a, Joel Stuck. Right. So come to find out, Joel Stock was a pretty good player as well. You know, and I think he tried the tour. Um, but was it his swing coach or um, or just a, a put? A, he was some kind of he had a relationship with him already. Don't know that. Yeah, I, th- I think he was. But anyway, yeah, I think he was a swing coach. But so the first the first round, he just carries the bag. He doesn't yeah. get involved. And then the second round, Zalatori started asking for his input on putts, what? and 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 even Zalatori said, "I don't think it necessarily." changed my putting because you know the there was a lot of back and forth about his <laughs> putting stroke and, yeah. and being shaky and then his his uh no actually what his swing coach because his swing coach said some really bad things on twitter about dan hicks and um the other announcer on tv but anyway um he said it just was affirmation so if i saw it three inches out and he saw the same thing mm-hmm. it just reinforced my th- my confidence in that in that putt you know and um so 
Yeah, man, it's just hard. You know, yeah. we saw so many caddy split split ups this year. Yeah, really. But I don't think anybody's performed out the box like this. You know, no, I mean, right? No. You know, first start out the box to win with a new caddy, and man, the old caddy's got to be saying, "Dang!" You know, I was so cl- I almost had two majors <laughs> except for two inches of putts. Yeah, you know? now, now he's going to start making now, putts. Yeah, yeah, now he's going to make fine time and, for you to start because he yeah. he made putts on those last. Well, the, he made oh, that no. ten footer. On, you saw that and numerous times on the last seventy second dead, hole. Dead center. And he too. was it so was, excited about it. He did, oh, he was pumped he, up, man. I, how they going to like me now? <laughs> I was almost like pulling a little bit for Strack at that point because I thought he was. It was all sorts of a little too animated, but I guess when you've been in that position, and that close, that, that many close, times. you know. But um, and, and you know, truthfully, box score, the the announcers were like Zalatoris has already won it. Like they were all oh, talking about him. They forgot about Osep, you yeah. know, and and he was right there. He could have won it on the last hole if he that putt just skimmed the the you know twenty two footer. Yeah, he skimmed the edge of the cup, you know. I mean, but they were talking like you said, not 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 so much about him. No, no, he, he was a, he was an afterthought. Yeah, and, and, exactly. Uh, and, and look, I mean, he hit on the on those two playoff holes on eighteen. Man, look, he hit. He he had some luck. So, so well, I say luck, but I mean, he hit that three wood. You know, not the second time. Yeah, he had to take. He the almost un- went in the water. Right, right. And I, I still, I still kind of question whether he should have. Maybe they was kind of <laughs> talking about should have he had tried to advance. You know, I don't know, but. Um, but Zalatoris wasn't setting the world on fire on 18. I no, mean, he, he had to chip know, out as well. He got really lucky with one of them. It almost went out of bounds. Yeah, I mean, it was, both on the it same was hole. One six, was left, the other was right. Yeah, he was like six inches from being out of yeah. bounds and, and uh, had, to ch- had to basically pitch out. So it wasn't exactly a stellar display necessarily in the playoff, but um, – because you don't see bogey win very often on, on tour. <laughs> oh, that's you know? a good question. Good uh, trivia I mean, question. That's, that's, that's hard to do. You know? Yeah, really. Jean Vandeville would be saying, boy, I could have made a bogey. <laughs> you know, if I had known that, I could have just made a bogey. You know, but Certainly. Uh, no, it um, crazy, crazy stuff. But All right. But, well, so now let's talk about Cam Smith. You mentioned yeah. him. He had a two-shot penalty. But this is the peculiar thing. I, I'll explain the penalty, then you can go over it. He, uh, he took an illegal drop on Saturday's round because uh, he dropped his ball after it went into the water across the red line, which marks the uh, hazard. The red line is actually in the hazard, and he didn't know this. And he drops his ball, and it trickles over, and part of the ball is touching the red line. Part of it's in fair play. But if a ball is touching, the red line is deemed to be in the, in the hazard itself, and Poor Cameron Smith did not know that rule because he knew the ball was touching the red line. But what, what's peculiar, and I want to hear your thoughts on this, is that they didn't penalize him till the next day. Yeah. I don't know. Very unusual. I've, I've got and mixed feelings about all that. No, and, and, and you know, uh, I think in, as recently as two years ago, he would have been DQ'd because he, oh, yeah. he <laughs> had signed an incorrect scorecard. Right. You know, so – I mean, in a way, he was fortunate to only be penalized two shots. But, yeah, obviously, when you, you sleep in at night, you're kind of strategizing your round the next day. Um, you know, it's kind of a, it, it's a really, it's a, it's a really 50-50 area because, to me, there's blame on both parties because, obviously, despite some rules tweaking that the USGA – and and mm-hmm. has done over the years, it's still not perfect. Oh, I, no, obviously, no, there's no. still a lot of room for improvement. But the player, 
you know, he, he's got that option to call a rules official over at any time. And to me, you're in the, especially in, in this situation, in the playoffs, and you've got a red line there. Now, you know, it's there for a reason, okay? Whether you, it was – whether he thought it was a penalty he, shot he, or not, I mean – He didn't know the rule. He, and, and time out a minute. So, so that begs me to say, you know, this is that important in tournament. Why don't they have a rules official on every hole – yeah. monitoring all this because that that was there was a drop involved there and he had yeah. to go through all the the gyrations of of making a legal drop there right. should have been a rules official right there and then that wouldn't have well happened. you know i read about that just to see you know but but the standard uh protocol is at every event and, and look may should they do it different for but you could say the same thing about the super bowl why in there 20 referees instead of the standard you know six or whatever mm-hmm. Uh, but there's ten there's ten tour officials stationed at different points at any event, mm-hmm. and and so ten divided by eighteen, I think my math is one point eight holes. So they basically, <laughs> you know, have each two holes to to, to monitor, to monitor yeah. which means they're only a minute away or two minutes away. You know, in the old, I think, that, and that's an improvement over the. I mean, because there was a time when you you'd call for an official, it might take ten minutes to get the mm-hmm. official over there. You know. Because uh, they were on the far part of the golf course, so and but I, you I guess see, it, they they're relying on the players to know the rules. And well, some players don't know the rules thoroughly enough, and that's and, where, and the players are their own rules official. You right. know, they they can they can make a mistake and know it or not know it. You know what I'm saying? And and they well, have to call it on themselves. That's that's the beauty of our sport. That's the integrity of our sport. Right, but. If, if a rules official would have been there while he was in the act of dropping, I don't. That wouldn't have happened. But no. But again, I see the only. But he has that. That, uh, that he, at least they are there. You know, it's kind of like instant replay. I guess you know. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, in football, you know, you have to call for it. You know, they're not going to. Well, they challenge some plays automatically, and, and that's what got him in trouble. They they were looking at it on video, and yeah. they saw it. Man, the ball looks like it's touching that red line. So they asked him. Right. They called him in the next day and asked him, and he said, "Yeah, it was touching." Now, I, you know, and I kind of wonder. You know, did his play, playing partner not not see that, and, and, or not know it? Not you know, know it. Did his caddy not see it or not? I mean, I know, it, and I, whether they still do this or not, I have no idea. But at one time, before the PGA season started, they, they had a rule seminar with the players, and they would have to. It was mandatory they all attend, mm-hmm. especially you know a guy who's been out there twenty years. You expect he's gonna. He's going to pretty much have seen everything by that point in time, mm-hmm. you know. A guy like Patrick Reed doesn't care anyway. Uh, but <laughs> he's not on our tour anymore. He's not on the tour anymore anyway. But, but, you know, there's probably some Patrick Reeds out there on tour. But, you know, he, Cam Smith is, what, 20, 25? 25, yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah, he probably never encountered this before uh, uh, necessarily. But, man, when it's that important, um, you know, it, it, it look, it kind of – Kind of goes back to the whole thing with Dustin Johnson. Even th- I'm thinking about well, it. It's another know, incident. He you know, didn't know the rule. Didn't know the rule, and you know it. It, it cost him a major. That, that you was know? ambiguous. Yeah, because he didn't. I mean, people don't usually stand. Yeah, sand, sand right. hazards, You know, but I, but I will say again, as 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 bad as it was, if he had played really well, he still could overcome that deficit. Because like a, you know, winning. I who, mean, who are you talking about, Dustin or no, Cam Smith? Cam Smith. You know, uh, he could have gotten that. But I mean, you know, he had a kind of a bad round Sunday. And look, maybe some of that had to do with the fact that he was penalized. I don't well, he know. He went from two back to four back. Yeah, starting Sunday. But now all of a sudden he has a hip injury, so 
Uh, oh, does he? Yeah, he, he's withdrew from BMW this oh, week. My. So I, I think that's going to compromise his chances. The Saudis um, are calling. The Saudis well, are calling. Yeah, no, no kidding. <laughs> I mean, $100 million will fix it. You, well, yeah, it's actually it's 180 now is what the latest figure I heard. Um, so, yeah, he can get his hip fixed. But I think if you skip BMW, you greatly compromise. I think he was third in the uh, ranking. You know, and you know how that stupid last. He's 13th now. Okay. Yeah, he, he was third. Right. Okay. But, well. But no, no. Well, then you know you're not gonna have any chance because that stupid last, last tournament you you have to give shots to the field. And now they only have three tournaments this year. Right. 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 Four. Yeah. So so yeah, they're gonna cut down yeah. uh, to the final field this week. So he'll he'll make the final field. I mean. Oh yeah. But you know he'll be starting probably five shots back to to begin the. Uh, you know, there's just and they're going to do that again this year? Handicap them? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's stupid. It, I, it's, I don't like that at all. It's ridiculous. And uh, it, it's not golf. I mean, it's not, it's kind of like, you know, we say the LIV is not golf. It's not this, golf. This is not golf it, It's. Either. I've been saying that since for, is, how many, when is, did that start? Like club. five years ago? It was few years back, horrible. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know. It was. It it, it's bad enough man. that a guy can, look, I, I mean, I have. I do have a problem with a lot of things they do. I, I don't like the fact that a guy can go from, 120 something to all of a sudden they showed some of these moves these guys were making oh, yeah. with this one tournament yeah. so the whole year becomes irrelevant basically you know you gotta <clears throat> just get to the playoffs and then play the one you know it's like it would be like I'm telling you gotta, my solution I is, hate to is, say it's gotta be part of the answer is just make the whole thing cumulative you know well yeah I, I know I and, mean, but you know it's, it's like a, a, a five and uh, it's like a it would be like putting a um uh, a team that's six and six in the college football playoffs, you know, and and then they have a, as a chance to win like the rest of. No, no, I mean, you got to reward the what you got to get there, and and you can't make that big of a jump from a hundred and something to third because you, you know, you win, you, yeah. you 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 have a top ten finish or whatever, and it's all kind of all kind of other stuff going on with the the Presidents Cup, you know, and Adam Scott now is going to make the Presidents Cup because he vaulted a bunch of players and i mean just it's just it's well, just in, um, in, the, in the fedex so we're going now from 125 to to 70 players to in, 70 in, in and the next the, events the bmw this week at uh right. wilmington delaware and uh some players jumped in lucas glover i hadn't heard of adam scott's one of the players that jumped in adam putman and wyndham clark they all made it in and getting out bowing out is abraham lahiri uh John Hub, Brandon Todd, and Latino Griffin. So, and then they go down to thirty at at uh, East Ridge, right, or East Lake in Atlanta, and uh, that you know all thirty of those players are going to get some pretty nice perks. They get to choose their schedule, so they have what they call the age schedule, where they get to make their schedule like they want. They're not restricted any way, shape, or form. Plus, they exempt for th- the three of the four majors, which is a big, big perk. For those guys so. absolutely and, and again that's something that you would think that that these you know defectors to live and i mean now the latest rumor is is ricky's gone and and he right. he definitely didn't d- down d- didn't dispel that rumor at all and you know the thing is they keep signing what you would consider quote-unquote names but for the most part it's it's past names you know a, you know, I was reading this thing today. It said, well, Ricky Fowler is his own brand. Well, yeah, he was about four years ago yeah. when everybody was wearing the orange Puma. Well, like kind of you wearing the orange today. But um, the orange Puma caps and all the kids were dressing like Ricky and all. But Ricky bar- barely got into the playoffs. And then he had, 
he had the lead after the first round or, or was right up there and then, you know, just fell apart again. So his, you know, for the most part, they sign in guys again who I, I'm, I'm not, not at all worried about. Now, Cam Smith is going to be a huge get if, 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 they if get indeed him, yeah. they, they get him. Yeah. You know, Mark Leishman, that's but, another, but another afterthought, you know. Did you hear what with, with the brainchild Patrick Reed said? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's an idiot. That they, could, they can't even compete. Yeah, you know, they, he wants to have a PGA a Tour versus Lyft. Yeah. And you know what? Said he said they'd be that's, competitive. That's <laughs> great. And what they ought to say, here it is, just like wrestling. It's winner take all, and you banned. If you, don't, if you, if you lose, you can't ever come back to the tour. And I'll, I'll, I guarantee I'll take the PGA Tour 10 out of 10. Give me your top 10 live players right now, and give me my top 10 PGA Tour players, and we'll just play it. Oh, come on, man. No you, you question. Dr- you dreaming. Yeah. I mean, he, he's – He's on drugs. <laughs> well, he must be taking those hallucinogenics uh, yeah, that they have. That in, the Arabs in, offer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he's – or to the heat and the desert heat is getting to him. I, I and, that, and then you, you alluded to a couple of weeks ago that uh, the, these contracts they get and the money they, they guaranteed – it's not really guaranteed oh, no. money. No, they, it's, they, it's they paying back. In. Yeah. Yeah. So and, you, and the attorney said it in, mm-hmm. in the uh, hearing. It had to. It came out in discovery. But then the other guy running the thing said, oh, no, no. That's oh, right. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That, well, they yeah. lie, don't they? They, <laughs> they, tend, they tend to stress uh, the truth. Yeah, and it's a shame because, you know, I wanted to – I mean, I always root for Louisiana guys. You know that, Ted. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm rooting for Sam Burns every week, you yeah. know. And so in Patrick Reed, I, I, I distinctly remember when you and I went to New Orleans one year and you came back, uh, you, you know, you – your usual place. I'm, I'm watching them practice. Yeah, yeah, I'm at the I'm at the beer concession stand yeah. while you're watching them practice, right. and you're like, guess who I met? You know, I met Patrick Reed's. Uh, I guess it's his wife now. It, it, was, it wasn't his wife. Yeah, then. his fiance Justine. Yeah, yeah. right. Well, and, his mama, Justine's or, mama, or, was sitting. Oh, next okay. To me. Yeah, and man, uh, his parents can't even come over here. He has a restraining order right. against him, and man, I'm thinking, oh my god, that's horrible. You know, so I'm starting to root for this guy, and then you know, you start hearing about the rumblings about his past in college and cheating and you know stealing from teammates and all this other stuff and then he has his run-ins on the on the pga tour so so now you start saying you know i don't think it was an i, I don't think all these rumors could have been false you know and then he does this defection and now yeah so captain america has become <laughs> ca- captain anti-america you know so it, and i and you know i think all of these guys Reputation is 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 going, going yeah it's tarnished no question Ted it? Ted what they making with the Saudis with this quick little payday which again I think is going to dry up in a, in a few years unless I'm dead wrong about this and I, you know I could be but whatever they're making in this they they have got to be losing in endorsements when you cumulatively figure out everything no they're not going to make that much in prize money on the PGA tour I mean probably in a career more than likely you know but. How much were they getting off the golf course? You right. know, I mean, a guy like Phil Mickelson was making, he was, you know, mm. uh, it was an ungodly amount in endorsements, you know, from uh, uh, KPMG, KPMG Callaway, yep. this, that, and they, they all, all dropped, dropped him. him. Yep. They all dropped him, yep. you know. So what did you really gain from this other than the golf fans turning on you and, and despising you now? You know, it. I mean, it, well, it, I can see Phil Mickelson because he was such oh, a dad for his gambling. No, I know, uh, but I mean, it's just <laughs> I, I don't get Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, all those guys, Sergio, all those that have won major, won the Masters, and and, yeah. and, and I still it's still in my in my head that once the Masters makes a stand, that they are not going to play there. Yeah, it's I it's over with. I mean, it's over with as far as you know the separation between the two tours. 
There's no doubt in my mind they'll never see Augusta National again. They, yeah. Like someone said, <laughs> the only way they'll see Augusta National is if they go through the, uh, the practice ticket lottery like the rest <laughs> of us and they happen to win it because otherwise they can forget about showing their P- – their, well, they won't have a PGA card to show anymore. No, to, no to they, can't, they could get in. <laughs> yeah, they, they could get in with their PGA card, but they don't have it anymore. Look, Ted, they could be on the street like we were asking. So, you could use that ticket there. You finish for the day, you know. They'll be with John Daly's trailer helping him hawk his, his Hooters merchandise. Yeah, boy, what a, what a deal, huh? Oh, it's, it's, it's it, you know, on the one hand, it's giving us something to talk about. But, man, you know, it's just horrible. It's just where – and, again, the thing that nobody's answered is what's going to happen to these the, – the bottom of the tour when they keep signing guys because at some point – those, you know, those bottom feeders, you know, I call them bottom feeders, but the, the Pat Perez, what Pat Perez is going to do in a couple of, a couple of months if they keep Bosco, signing? I'm more, I'm more concerned about the young players coming well, out of yeah, college. they're making bad decisions. That, that, yeah. that's, that could ruin the future of the, you know, I may not no see doubt. it, you know, in my lifetime, but it's, it can ruin the PGA Tour m- moving forward in the next five to ten years, you know, if, if they gobble up all of these young stars coming out of college and, the NIL has already put a dent in that in some way, shape, or fashion. It's going to affect it in some way. I don't know. It's, it's all convoluted, and, and Teddy, you just I, have I was, to see it pan out. I was reading this today, and, of course, I'm not going to be able to find it uh, uh, off the Just tell the me bat. real quick. Well, we ba- two minutes. Yeah, so basically, you know, we, we heard the story today about, about Miles Brennan, you know, walking, yeah, yeah, yeah. walking away, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he had, I, I want to say it was six or seven, I was reading, NIL deals, walk-ons and um, the Garden McKernan and whatever. Right, whatever. Right. That's all guaranteed money. So he doesn't have to play a, for LSU at all. So he's, he gets to keep the, the NIL money. And, it, it, yeah, it's, 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 it's going to ruin college, college football and college sports in yeah. general. Yeah. Yeah, I, and, and I, I mean it's gonna it's gonna it's not gonna affect golf that much, you know, no, as far you, as college golf right now. But you know, in the future, if if they offer these Saudis offer these young players, they're gonna bolt out of college even to go play if they have that kind of credentials. There's so. no no doubt about it. All right, well, appreciate the uh, yeah the effort. All right, and, man. Uh, hope you have a good weekend yes. or week rather, and we'll see you next week and hopefully get on the golf course at some point. Yeah. All right. All right, man. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We, uh, we got some commercials coming up, then Louisiana Network News, and back into the music. Stay tuned. Hey, guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. 
ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. You're listening to KANE 1240 AM and K298CQ 107.5 FM, New Iberia.